0: Podcast fans, this is Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my good friend from Down Under. His name is Wade. How are things on this beautiful summer day, Mr. Wade?
1: Things are good. Things are pretty good.
0: I mean, I assumed it was a beautiful summer day, but it entirely could just be a torrential downpour. Well,
1: let me go and have a look out the window.
0: Smart. All right.
1: Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's sunny. It's sunny. Excellent. Yes. We'll, ex- we'll accept it as a beautiful summer day in the land down under. Do you ever call it the land down under or is that just like a stupid thing to say?
1: I literally called it the, uh, the land down under yesterday.
0: Oh, excellent.
1: Somebody in Twitch chat asked me where I was from and I said I come from a land down under.
0: Oh, huh. all right. Good. I will keep saying that then. I had a very brief moment of terror that I'd been offending you every time I say that. <laughs> no. But then it worked out. Good. Please. Oh, please. Like I can ever offend you by saying anything.
1: Uh, you could. It would just be a lot harder than it would the other way around. I, I'm pretty sure I could offend you much easier.
0: Oh, remember when I said that Chili Bins was a better name than Esky's? <sighs> that might be it. That's the thing.
1: That's not offensive. It's just disappointing. Oh.
0: Is it just wrong?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just morally wrong.
0: Okay, I can see the difference there. I just, I don't know. Chili Bins just is a better descriptor than Esky.
1: Right, but it's not about being a descriptor.
0: Well, it's called a cooler in the US, and so that's what I'm used to. Sorry.
1: Right, but what do you call a stubby holder?
0: What? You're not making stuff up now.
1: I'm not making things up. Oh, I think I know what you guys call it. You call it a uh,
0: koozie. Oh, yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because you'd put a stubby in it.
0: What about tall cans of beer? Are those stubbies too?
1: No, because they're tall.
0: Right. So it's just short to medium height cans of beer or stubbies. It,
1: it, it's basically the size you'd put a can of Coke in.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess most of the tall cans here are like energy drinks mostly.
1: Mm. Yeah, same here.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not going to use that here though. Why? I don't know. little too close to what? uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. Yep. Mm -hmm. No,
1: tell me. (laughs) Please (laughs) give a sufficient reason for why you wouldn't use the term stubby holder.
0: So the term chubby?
1: Is not the word stubby?
0: It is not, but it sounds close enough that I'd be reluctant to use its very close counterpart stubby holder.
1: So what you're saying is you're afraid people would mishear you as saying chubby holder.
0: Yeah, that seems very fair.
1: What word is that again?
0: Stubby holder?
1: No, 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 the other one.
0: Chubby holder?
1: There we go, thank you. I just needed that on recording.
0: Uh Mm Uh-huh. That's fine.
1: It's going to be part of our new intro.
0: (laughs) Every week. Welcome to the Falcon Paladin Chubby Holder Hour. (laughs) That's how that's going to go. It's going to be so smooth.
1: Straight (sighs) off the rails.
0: (laughs) Straight off the rails, just right from the beginning. How did we even get there? How did that come up?
1: I don't remember. I don't I either. Don't
0: let's let's talk about StarCraft.
1: Ooh, we're going to talk StarCraft this week. Finally, it's been so long.
0: It's been so long. So Scarlet's kind of kicking butt, Wade.
1: Yeah, she is. She's destroying.
0: It's like, hey, Canadian StarCraft players, you guys are so cute. You're not that good. I mean, Scarlet's pretty great sometimes, but eh.
1: Huck was good, but you don't have Huck anymore.
0: Right? Yeah, that's the conversation that people have been having for a long time now. And Mm Scarlet's like, you know what? Tired of it. Hold my beer, as she might say. I am Canadian, and I'm tired of nobody respecting us that much. So then she decided the way to earn respect was by kicking the crap out of every Korean possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, not everyone possible, but major names, Wade, like who?
1: Like innovation.
0: Like innovation?
1: What? Mm, Yes. Yes, and S.O.S.
0: And S.O.S.? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that covers both Protoss and Terran races.
1: Yes, that is factually accurate, yes. How
0: about Korean Zergs? Uh,
1: did she beat any Korean Zergs recently? I don't remember.
0: I'm sure there have been some.
1: Probably beaten at least one at some point in her six-year career. (laughs) Yes. So there you go.
0: Hmm. So yeah, just a little North American representation. I don't often include canada as part of the group that i belong to but when they're awesome i do i'll take all the credit <laughs> it's a very american thing like mexico and canada don't exist unless they do something great and then it's like oh yeah special that guy north american represent yeah is it,
1: is it is it mexico technically south america
0: north america all the way
1: are you sure
0: yeah there's even a central america buffering mexico from south america it's not even like it borders on south america
1: uh-huh okay
0: you believe me i believe you you just sound so skeptical when you believe me sometimes
1: <laughs> it's usually because i'm lying about believing you
0: ah yes good my instincts are correct after all
1: <laughs> okay yeah i mean i believe you don't don't worry i believe you
0: mm-hmm. so anyway it's just nice it's nice to have a non-korean kind of beating up on the koreans because that hasn't happened in a while under any circumstances And there's been kind of a lot of complaining about the region lock and how, you know, you keep the Koreans out and then it really comes down to it. No one can beat them anyway. So what's the point? But you know what? Scarlet's kind of starting to prove that wrong.
1: She won one tournament and then made it to the round of eight in GSL, right? Yeah. Major tournament. Great. Thumbs up. Making it to the round of eight. Great. Thumbs up. Is she consistently destroying the idea that Koreans are always going to be better? No, not yet give it another couple months
0: yes well if she
1: wins everything between now and blizzcon then okay
0: right well okay to destroy the idea that koreans are better is it's that's difficult i mean that requires multiple players competing and beating koreans at the gsl level for a very long time
1: it would also include her not living in korea because you can't say the koreans aren't better if you're living in korea because that's the best place to train
0: uh i don't know about that really if
1: i have everything that the koreans have then the koreans are just better is just wrong because if you have everything the koreans have and then you beat the koreans the koreans aren't intrinsically better that would destroy it yes you need to be outside of the environment that they're in and do better than them consistently to prove that you are better than them
0: well, no, because isn't the argument that Koreans are just inherently better? They don't say it's because we have the best training and the best ramen.
1: But that is why they're better. <laughs> Their ramen is very beneficial to the StarCraft life. Yeah.
0: I guess I've been misunderstanding the argument then, because I don't think the argument has ever been anybody who comes to Korea can do just as well as all the Koreans. It was always, it was always some kind of like inherent, like I don't want to say I'm, the Korean gene pulls better. Yeah, like Korean master race, right? That term's been thrown around. I usually thought
1: that was just a joke and that it was living and practicing in Korea because it was a tougher region just made you better. And so to make it in Korea, you just had to play at a better level. The practice environment, the team houses, the coaches, everything there was just much tougher, which made better players
0: okay so if so if that's the case then no then why is there this koreans are better attitude if anybody at that level at the wcs level could just go to korea and be awesome
1: because only koreans are in korea generally speaking only well only the koreans come from korea so if korea is the best place to train and practice and all the players coming out of korea are koreans then koreans are the best but now we have a dedicated team house where foreigners going and living into in korea for you know a month longer and every time a korea, a foreigner has gone in and come out a month later they've always come out better
0: yes true okay but i'm going to try to put this in terms that i will understand yeah. all right so in the nba you've got it's an american sport americans are the best at it every mvp of the league ever has been a natural born american there are players who are not american who are very good who are all-stars who are up there but Americans are the best at the game of basketball. Furthering the comparison, if European and South American and Asian players came here and were winning MVPs, then I'd be like, oh, well, it's just the training rooms and it's just the dietary regimes and it's just the competition. There's nothing about this is not an American sport anymore, I would feel like.
1: One, do you believe Americans are intrinsically better at basketball? That there's something ineffably American that makes them better about basketball.
0: I mean, at this point, sort of? So you believe in magic. (laughs) Why is that magic?
1: Because there's no other explanation. There has to be something measurable. Magic's not measurable. That's why I use it as my go-to for stuff like that.
0: Anything not measurable.
1: Because if it's not measurable, how do you define
0: it? All right. Okay, fine. I think I'm with you on this because I actually remember just reading a story just recently about these two New Zealanders who went to Kenya mm. to train to run marathons and within about 5 years they were competing at the highest level of marathons and like beating existing records and stuff. Right. So, okay, so I guess that that's another example of just it's not anything inherent about the people of a nation. Mm. It's just what they have access to.
1: In terms of stockcroft, Koreans have a very regimental life right i'm not an expert on korean culture the in a team house with six other people and you're all competing for the chance to be the one who represents the team at a tournament or whatever you have to get the approval of your coach right so you have to work the hardest if other people are playing 12 hours a day training you have to do 13 right yes so their culture their location These are two of the things that make Korean StarCraft games better. The reason why in basketball, just going to America and living with Americans probably doesn't have the same effects is the country spans the continent. Your culture varies massively from coast to coast.
0: From city to city. Yeah. 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 And I feel like each team has its own culture. Sure. So I honestly believe that talent is talent, but it can be improved or decreased based on which team somebody ends up getting drafted by or signing with. Mm. So maybe that's kind of the same thing. So it's just the mm. entire Korean Starcraft scene is its own thing.
1: Maybe, maybe. And I, I mean, if you signed with a major basketball team, if you don't practice for 10 hours a day, right, you're still going to go to the game, right? If you're on the team, right? let's just yep. Barring injuries and stuff. Yeah. And given that it, like, this is such an athletic sport that you can't just practice 16 hours a day, because You you will die.
0: Right. You will die.
1: There are limits to how much you can practice and train. And you can theory craft basketball and go over your strats on a whiteboard with a marker and have your coach make an inspirational speech. At the end of the day, you can only do so much yourself. There's still the difference between a 1v1 discipline and a team-based game.
0: Yes. big, Big differences there.
1: So individual improvements in a 1v1 game, like you would see by foreign players traveling to Korea would be much more noticeable in their play because it's all about their play rather than an individual on a team.
0: Although in basketball, one person can have a pretty darn strong effect on a team. It's still not as much as a single person on a team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There Hmm. you go. Huh. Well, good. My eyes are open then. I kind of feel like I have had a mind expansion in this conversation. Not quite
1: blown, but definitely increased.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So good job, Scarlett. Keep representing the North Americas. I'm cheering for you.
1: Did we even say like, what it is she won? No. Okay, do we want to go over that? Sure, go ahead. She won uh, I am Pyeongchang. There we go. Which is so closely tied to the Olympics, they yeah. could do the three
0: legged race. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very close, but not technically Olympics.
1: Not technically. Frankly, there should be a hashtag called Give the Gold, but.
0: Ooh. You could start that. That'd be good.
1: You want to start that? Go ahead. (laughs) Maybe do it when they're actually giving out gold medals at the Olympics. Right. Have they started doing that yet? I don't. I don't
0: know. I don't. Well, actually, no, I think they do do it for every event once it's done. Oh, okay. So like if you're the first event, like on the first day and you just get through the whole thing, then sure, you get your medal. Hmm. Pretty sure I can just Google medal count and it's already up. Uh, Yeah. Germany's got four golds already. Yep.
1: Insert certain joke about Nazis stealing
0: gold. Whoa! Whoa! Cut, cut. Actually, I kind of want to. <laughs> I want to run with that a little bit. You want to run with that? A little bit. We'll come back to it.
1: Okay. Well, I was thinking, was do they give out like they have a ceremony for each event, or is it like okay, we'll just give out? Germany's won the gold, but the player hasn't had the gold given to them until like the end with like. A...
0: They do the ceremonies at the end of each event.
1: Okay, then start tweeting out to get Scarlett her gold medal.
0: Yes. We'll start it. We'll get it going.
1: And then the uh, the other thing that she did, which was make it to the round of eight of GSL, was by beating Innovation. Yes. Who is by far one of the best StarCraft players ever.
0: And he's been around for several years now. Yep. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it has seemingly not been a good couple of days for him because he lost to Scarlet. And I don't know if you saw it, but I'm going to send you a link. So this happened.
0: Okay. Loading. 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 There it is. What? yeah <laughs> okay okay this is this is deep this is unpackable so demaga mm-hmm. okay okay hold on did parting just not show up is that what that dash is i believe that's parting failing
1: to show up yes
0: okay cool okay i was gonna say demaga beat parting and innovation <laughs> in two straight <laughs> rounds it's like it's a, 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 armageddon what is happening <laughs> okay yeah. all right all right i feel a little better about it but yeah, he two O's innovation. Yep, and then bails
1: <laughs> <laughs> because he made plans.
0: Because he says, "I never thought I'd win against innovation. Never thought I'd get this far." So, I, peace, so, I'm out.
1: <laughs> and then innovation gets to continue on anyway.
0: Yeah! Wow, who's been spiking innovation's drinks? That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I love Demaga. He's been around so... he Was he a Brood War player? I want to say he was a Brood War player. Um, if not, then very early Wings of Liberty.
1: Played Zerg in Brood War.
0: Yeah, there you go. Brood War player. Yeah, so he old. He's like our age old. Speak for yourself. Oh, that's right. He's 31. Yeah, okay.
1: I'm I'm looking at his trivia, uh, and it considers Fruit Dealer to be his rival after losing him to the 1717-3 17, 17, StarCraft II World Champion three to four uh-huh. both demarga and fruit dealer said they want to face each other in the north american star league in their respective application videos ironically neither of them were accepted due to a late application <laughs> from demarga and an incomplete application from fruit dealer
0: <laughs> oh i miss fruit dealer we've talked about how much i miss fruit dealer we don't have to go into it again
1: that that is why i brought it up
0: but yes the bottom line is demarga is old man for starcraft 2 been around mm. forever yeah so he goes to okay you're right so maybe beating innovation doesn't quite have the same prestige that it used to
1: it's entirely possible
0: is that fair to say that's amazing
1: i mean frankly anyone who can beat innovation still holds you know it still holds some weight in my books right yes agreed also this is just a screenshot i don't know what tournament this was
0: the uh oh raven's cup raven's cup yeah
1: It's entirely possible Innovation just wasn't trying that hard.
0: Considering I've never heard of the Raven's Cup, is that what you're saying?
1: Exactly, that is precisely what I'm saying. He's just like, well, uh, I thought this would be free money, but turns out, Noah Nookiro, Creator, Jackie, all these other fun people turned up, and he's just like, eh, I can't be bothered today. He's taking a day off.
0: He's like, I thought I wanted to do this, but you know what? Eh.
1: But that being said, when was the last time Innovation was on a team, right? Because he's just... Been playing in his house, I assume.
0: He's been homeless. Yep.
1: Team environments work for a reason. Two minds are better than one, so why not have 16 crammed into one bedroom? Yeah, and
0: as we talked about, you have better competition playing against those people rather than just laddering. Yeah. Yep. True.
1: I mean, it's unfortunate that the reason why he's not doing so good is because he's so well known as a good player. And the fact that he's not in a team is because he's so well known as a player, nobody can afford him.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a curse. He's too good.
1: He's too good. He stops doing so good.
0: He's too good. Okay, that's mm, that's interesting. Mm. I guess I'm kind of used to the NBA model. I'm talking a lot about basketball today, and we're not done yet. Uh but okay, so every once in a so okay, backing up even more. So the the NBA has a salary cap. You okay. can't spend like certain players can only get paid so much. There's a max to how much you can get paid based on how long you've been in the league, and then each team can really only spend a certain amount of money before they're getting hit with a luxury tax that just destroys them financially so there's effectively a soft cap but it functions as a hard cap at a certain point okay anyway the point is uh certain players like lebron james like kobe bryant back in the day were worth about twenty thousand times more to their franchise than they were getting paid (laughs) there were studies done by economists like how many jerseys were sold how many more tickets are sold Mm. what's the valuation of the franchise because lebron is here versus lebron not being here And he's worth, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, and they pay him $22 million a year, you know?
1: Oh, no. How's he even making
0: rent yeah so again they're not in the poorhouse, but the owners are getting a screaming deal right Right. they're getting so much value and so it's odd to me that in professional starcraft somebody can be like you would have to pay somebody so much that it's not worth it isn't their value to the franchise going to be similar to a lebron james but maybe not i don't know
1: Hmm. yeah I i don't know really don't know
0: We'd have to look into it i guess
1: i have never really understand how teams make their money because i've read somewhere that it was kind of taboo in korea for a team to take the like even a majority portion of a player's earnings right like there was like at some point it was just like that get off that team because they're just taking more money than they're ever going to be able to give you right okay scarlet took her and what 50k in IEM, how much of that goes to Team Expert is what I want to know.
0: Have they ever talked about that?
1: No, because they won't open their books and they probably never will.
0: Right, because they don't have to. Yeah, exactly. But it's interesting to wonder about, though, that's for sure. Mm. Mm. So, anyway, back to Nazi Germany.
1: Okay. Yes. Do you have a Nazi Germany joke to uh, put in here about God? I,
0: I don't have a joke. I really don't.
1: Okay, so why are we going back to Nazi Germany?
0: Okay, because I was watching a video on YouTube the other day. Uh-huh. And I watched the whole thing. Because I'll do that with uh-huh. channels that I support. Because it gives them an extra buck I could throw their way, right? Sure. And so, this one starts out being like, remember what happened in Poland during the Nazi occupation during World War II. Remember what happened in the death camps. Remember what happened to Polish Jews. And then that's Mm. the whole thing. It doesn't go anywhere. It's a minute and a half of like, hey, remember what the Nazis did in Poland to Polish Jews in World War II? And I was like, well, yeah, I do. But... So what?
1: My favorite part about this story is that you bragged you watched the whole video.
0: Well, no. People would be <laughs> like, why do you watch the whole thing of this weird video? And it's because of that. I would have probably turned it off if it wasn't anyway. Anyway. Okay, but here's my no, thing. It was a
1: thing. minute and a half, right? And if yeah. it, if it, like, 30 seconds, it didn't go anywhere, you'd be like, well, it was only 30 seconds. I'll give it another 30 seconds. I didn't even no. make it halfway. I would have you, turned it off. You would have turned it off. Yeah. But you support the channel.
0: If it's a channel I don't support, I will not watch more than the required amount of watching.
1: Uh, does the required amount of watching vary depending on the video length?
0: I don't know what it varies on, but sometimes you can skip after five seconds. Sometimes you have to watch the whole 30 seconds, but usually it's not any longer than that.
1: So this was just like, hey, the Nazis did stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay, and here's my thing. If, you, if Germany was kind of starting to get all fascist again and starting to make some noise... And there was like a serious Nazi revolution going on. It'd be like, okay, yes. Keeping in remembrance what happened in World War II is important right now. I get it. But Germany works so hard to make sure this is never happening again. Mm -hmm. So hard. Yeah, And we've talked about this, right? They don't allow swastikas on anything, not even in a game that is dedicated to murdering Nazis.
1: That is accurate.
0: Okay. If Germany was like, I don't know, it wasn't so bad, (laughs) then okay, fine. Let's be aware. Let's be aware this can happen again and remember it. But it just, it seems so odd. And the other thing that was odd about it was the focus on Polish Jews. It wasn't like the Jews. It was was just like this country's Jews, everybody else, eh. Everyone else
1: was having a vacation, but the Polish, man, they really took the brunt of it.
0: They were suffering. Yeah, and like everybody else was cool. They were
1: but yeah, just it's, ignoring it's the french
0: on. and the german and you know all these other countries so yeah
1: did you know over a million british horses died in world war ii
0: i believe it early on i assume it might have
1: been world war one my apologies Misspoke. okay
0: that makes more sense <laughs> horse dude horses world war one is the weirdest war of all time have we talked about it extensively probably not
1: probably not extensively we can do that if you want
0: i don't know i mean just my rant about World war one is everybody thought it was going to be like previous wars where you just lined up in the battlefield and charged at each other and then went home at the end of the day and tried it again the next (laughs) but then science was like hey what up machine guns and throwers, artillery (laughs) chemical weapons like all yes all of the bad things came out at the same time and it took so long for everyone to catch on we've got trench warfare where it's essentially trying to combine the old school techniques of warfare with the current technology of warfare and it was the worst i mean mm-hmm. all war is bad but if you had to end up going back in time and serving in any war don't go to world war one <laughs> just don't do war. yes the emu it's embarrassing but you probably <laughs> won't get gunned down by machine gun fire running through an open field probably problem (laughs) yeah i mean they just line up get out of the trench charge and oh yes machine guns can fire 400 bullets every 10 seconds and everybody dies before they get close to halfway across this no man's land
1: and then the british general sipping his tea says "Hmm, i think i saw a flag go down in that other trench tell forces to charge again just in case yes
0: Exactly. That happened a lot as well. Anyway, there World War II, which was horrendous and had its own horrors to be sure. Mm-hmm. There was less of less of that. There was less less of just wholesale running to your doom going on. Although it happened, I'm not going to say it didn't happen. Like, don't email me and say your understanding of World War II sucks because I understand this. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't World War One. It just wasn't. So no. that's it. Oh, <sighs> okay. That was that's enough. That's enough Deep of. Breath. Uh,
1: uh. why is america a country where you see such great like change in science in culture across the country but any attempt to reform the political like voting system is just shut down immediately
0: mostly because the people who are in power like the current political system yeah i, I just mean like when you mention it
1: because i've never talked to an american who was like man your voting system is the worst uh, like, i'm surprised we even call it democracy and he just like shut up it's great
0: no it's not great first past the post sucks oh yeah yeah no you're not wrong about that uh no no, no there was a ccp gray video about this cgp CTP, thank you. can never get the initials correct because they don't spell anything. spell his name. Well, I don't care. So, (laughs) yeah, there was a big old video on this a a couple of years ago now. And, yeah, Mm. I'm absolutely converted to the concept that first past the post totally sucks. And it leads to situations like this. Mm. I mean, there's not a plurality of Americans that will support either of these people. So Mm. most people are holding their nose and voting for the one who's less bad. That sucks. That's so stupid.
1: I think even the uninformed American voter knows that a wasted ballot not in either of those directions like is better than just picking the which one you think is less bad, right? Like if you vote third party or just don't vote, that that might actually be a better option. Like a protest vote, if you will.
0: If there was ever an election for a third party to get some traction, it was this one? Right. And it didn't happen. There was no larger number of independent votes in this election as compared to like 1996. It's just not going up.
1: Yeah, I think that's entirely because you don't have preferential voting. Right. Like, you can't just say, I want this person to win, if not them, then this person. Right. So...
0: I mean, so this is anecdotal, but in my experience, talking about voting systems to my friends and family, yeah, people generally agree with me. First past the post is stupid. Also, a lot, a lot of this discussion on Reddit from Americans on Reddit, it is a largely American website. Uh, Yeah, especially after this election, people were like, first past the post sucks. But you bring it up with your congressman, you talk to your senator, you try to get something going and everyone's like, no, nope, we like the system. It's how I got in power. Mm. Screw you guys, we're keeping it the same.
1: The, the thought that always comes back to me is I've never looked at a country and felt more like there's a government that is, like, it, your, your government is basically, like, the slogan is basically by the people for the people. Except nothing that you do that ever, is ever talked about is what the people would want, that would vote for if given the option in a direct democracy, which... It's just as bad because you get terrible things happening there. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm, I don't want that. The American government is a like a sticky mess of things people don't want on an individual level to do. But when you have a government running a country, it makes sense on paper to do.
0: It's a mess. I'm not going to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What about your democratically elected representatives? Do you feel like they represent your interests well?
1: N- not even remotely.
0: Okay, so there you go.
1: That's why I don't vote, because I don't like any of the options. Right. And I get fined for it every year.
0: <laughs> yes. Doesn't England do that too? I think England, England does uh, that.
1: No, I don't think England does.
0: Oh. I, no. I've
1: heard some about some English people voting, and I don't think they have mandatory voting. I'm, I might look it up just to be safe.
0: Dun-dun-dun, to the internet. The best part of the podcast.
1: Ah, yes. Uh, right. Voting in the UK is optional.
0: Okay, cool. Huh, uh, huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yes, government sucks. The end. Moving on. Right along. Uh, oh, Wade, I heard you will be participating in in fun and educational activity tomorrow.
1: Uh, educational? Sure. I mean, it's, okay.
0: So, who is it? Who are you seeing?
1: I am going to go see Rise Against.
0: Rise Against? Oh, they're in Australia. Cool.
1: So, you know the band? Yeah. You like the music? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, One or or two songs. You wouldn't complain if they were on, but you wouldn't put them on yourself.
0: Yes, and I've never purchased any of their music, so... That's fine. Yeah.
1: Uh, I can give you the best song recommendations for someone who's maybe not really into that music, but wants to hear a a couple good songs by them. Let's do it. I would say uh, Swing Life Away.
0: Swing Life Away, okay. Hero of War. Hero of War, okay. Uh...
1: Something from their new album. Uh, I think the song's called Bullshit. Uh, I, I, I enjoy that song. And let's go with number f- four. I will say...
0: Parts Per Million, Savior. Yeah. I'm naming stuff that's oh, coming S- up.
1: Savior is actually a really good song. I do like it. Savior.
0: That. All right, done. Good job, Google. Google knows what's popular.
1: So I'm going to go see them today. I, they that's might awesome.
0: Actually,
1: actually, it is, yes. And it's even better because I didn't even know they were touring in Australia until yesterday. And then I messaged my brother wow. being like, hey, they're uh, they're touring, do you wanna go see them? He's like, let me think about it. And then he messaged me later in the day, he's like, yeah, let's go see it.
0: Nice, there were tickets and everything.
1: There were tickets, we're going in tonight, we're gonna to take a train and then a bus. Uh, wow, in the city.
0: how many hours travel?
1: Oh, I don't know, maybe like an an hour?
0: Okay, that's not bad. That seems worth it.
1: It should be. One of the reasons why I'm excited is, I don't think I've seen live music in like five years.
0: That's a long time.
1: So I'm hoping hmm. it's just as good as it was the last time I saw them.
0: I'm sure it'll be amazing. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Hey, all of a sudden the call quality just got horrible. Like, I, you I sound, sound like fine. you're. I know, but you sound like you're talking through cheesecloth.
1: Okay, do you want me to, like, hang up and try calling you back?
0: Yeah, let's do that. this any better yeah that's better
1: nope now you sound like oh
0: no.
1: <laughs> what is happening oh hold on you you're clearing out
0: okay good skype why do you suck so bad because you're owned by microsoft
1: they just acquired them
0: but then they meddled another stuff like skype for business
1: <laughs> skype for business
0: god and skype for windows 10 which by the way you can't actually turn off you can't turn off Skype. You can't Skype for Windows 10 specifically is always running and you can't kill it unless you uninstall it. Huh? Yeah, it's not great. It really makes me mad because yeah. I, pre- I was prepping for the live cast yesterday with Gauntlet and I was talking with Jordan and the, there's a group Skype for Gauntlet like the admins and stuff and they were saying stuff. And it kept popping up notifications, like really loud notifications. And I was like, how do I turn this off? Because I was talking to Jordan through Discord. Hmm. And I didn't want to be in Skype anymore. And I looked and I looked and I closed the window, but they were still coming. And I couldn't see it in my little taskbar to exit the program. And I Googled and everybody's like, yeah, you can't. It's just always there. I was like, what the? And I roared a mighty roar. And Jordan thought I was mad at him. I was like, what I do? <laughs> no, no, no. It's Microsoft. It's cool. <laughs> it sounds, like, it sounds like Jordan. It kind of does. Yeah.
1: I, I think I got my favorite response from him that I've ever gotten so far, which All is right. he was like, I generally can't tell if you actually despise me as a human being or not. <laughs> oh, that made my day hearing him say that.
0: I was going to say, I feel like you probably get that a lot. Am I wrong?
1: Uh, I mean, I get like varying levels of that. Yeah. The way, the way I got it. Is what makes it special. During the stream that you missed of the gauntlet, He, um, they were raising money to have the ink removed from his fingers because he was uh, trying to refill his printer and it had a minor ink explosion and went everywhere, and so his hands were covered in ink.
0: <laughs> Poor Jordan. Ink explosion and termites in one week. We'll say a seven day period. Okay, good.
1: So naturally, this causes me to donate which gives him a message to read and i had written um jordan do you try to think like a fucking moron or does it just come naturally
0: uh, wow that's harsh jordan doesn't deserve that
1: yeah he doesn't he's a good guy
0: did the people in chat come to his defense or they or they're just like damn
1: uh uh, like side daunted or whatever it is like a, yeah like i don't yeah i think he was like lol and that was about it
0: <laughs> fair enough that sounds about right
1: i mean sure should i mentioned it he was like cracking up
0: yes that sounds like sure should i that's that's fantastic poor jordan all he wants is a warm house without termites and no explosions can't get any of those things He should
1: just replace the cartridge like they tell you to do but no he wants to be thrifty and refill it
0: yep i mean he's building a tiny house How th- super thrifty
1: is he building a house
0: no, he's building a tiny house, yeah.
1: What do you mean? I, I've never heard this. Oh,
0: did you miss that out?
1: When you, would I have heard it?
0: it we, we've talked about it on Gauntlet. It's been a while, though.
1: I haven't seen them all.
0: Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm saying. You missed it. It's cool. Yeah, he's, he's building a tiny house with his girlfriend. You familiar with these?
1: I, I was under the impression he was building, like, a mobile home.
0: I mean, it's mobile, but it's officially a tiny house, yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, I vaguely heard about this.
0: I mean, it's all related. No, yeah, his plan is to build a tiny house. And then travel around the country to like different live StarCraft events and stuff. Yep.
1: So he has Cheez Adelphia and then BlizzCon.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. And then Dreamhack Austin sometimes? Sometimes. Every other like, right. year. I mean, uh-huh. I guess
1: he could drive to um, Montreal if he wanted as well.
0: Yeah. Might as well.
1: Terrible drive, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's from Florida to Montreal is a good drive for sure. Yeah, but I mean, if that's all he's doing, then it's not bad. So anyway, enjoy the concert. I will listen to those four songs tonight. Good. And I will decide if I actually like Rise Against or not. Mm, that's fair. Seems like a reasonable approach.
1: Okay,
0: it's agreed. It's agreed. Uh oh, have you seen the new Boston Dynamics robots, Mr. Wade? I oh snap it is all over the internets today
1: give me that sweet sweet robot
0: i certainly will to the twitters that i'm still logged into
1: learns to open doors okay i like that it's looking more production-y not like a frame with wires sticking out of it
0: yeah i thought so
1: so it's almost like we could buy
0: one almost it's getting close
1: oh okay so the one that opens doors has like a crane for a head yeah
0: it's like a scorpion yeah, like a reverse
1: scorpion because the scorpion's the tail at the back.
0: Right. Uh,
1: does a robot really have a back and a front? Like, <laughs> it seems such an odd thing to say that the front has to be the way it's traveling.
0: It's a good point. It's kind of weird.
1: It's kind of something you quickly run into when discussing uh, flying saucers. Where's the front?
0: Right. It's like, who says the front concept of front even exists with these aliens? Exactly. So, yeah, I, my initial reaction to this was, it's like a combination between Jurassic Park with the Velociraptors and yeah. uh, Terminator. It's just kind of right in that wheelhouse.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, you could definitely put a machine gun on that.
0: And they can open doors like the Velociraptors can, and I think basically we're all going to die. Mm. It's going to be the first extinction event where the people who become extinct got a front row seat watching the objects of their demise be created.
1: I mean, if you force someone to dig their own grave and then bury them alive, would that count?
0: Yes, that totally counts. Good call. (laughs) It's a good thing you're here, Wade. I don't know what I would do.
1: I balance out the fun-loving hippie in you that just wants to talk about robots with burying people alive.
0: (laughs) I mean, humanity-destroying robots, let's not make any mistake.
1: Oh, speaking of, like, robots and is this ethical, I watched Black Mirror today.
0: Yay! Oh man, the consistently depressing, excellent show I've ever watched.
1: Yes, like you can't watch an episode of that without being, my word, I am thoroughly intrigued, and oh god.
0: Yeah, it just, they nail the same tone of despair in every episode, and I don't know how, because it's a different story every time. Mm. Anyway, which one did you you watch?
1: I watched... Two seasons.
0: You watched two seasons today. Okay, good. I mean, they're short seasons, obviously, but that's a hard, hard binge watch.
1: That is. I, look, I, I didn't have a lot to do this morning.
0: Felt like just dealing with relentless ennui.
1: Yeah, uh, I was thinking about the one where they have cookies and like people that like they call it a cookie, and they take it out, like they make a copy of a person's personality, and they bring them into little. Home Assistants? Yes,
0: and then they torture them?
1: Yeah, they're like, okay, you just do nothing for like a thousand years while listening to one Christmas song on loop
0: for eternity. Now do you want to be a Home Assistant? It is horrible! It's awful. It's the worst. And it really goes back into my whole theory that why give robots emotion? (laughs) <laughs> Why give AI emotion? Why give these copies of hum- human people emotion? There's no reason to do that! Well, it just causes problems.
1: You're you're assuming that we're giving them the emotion and just as like a bonus,
0: right? Okay, so for artificially constructed AI, yes, I feel like we'd have to do that, but in-
1: Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're just giving it a personality like it's, you know, it's not like we're throwing it in there as a bonus. Okay. I think we need the personality, otherwise you just have a blank box that has the ability to interpret some data, which we already have. I think the personality is the part of it that makes the connection between two otherwise undefined points, like a human does. Like I think personality is tied into that on some level.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, guess the specific example where the woman copy... Uh, makes the toast and knows when to turn on the lights and stuff and has to have the personality to know the details of how to do that job yes okay that seems fine but what about star wars why do the crap does c-3po need a personality honestly um he translates stuff he doesn't need to have emotion along with it why does he get scared of things
1: because he fears for his own safety
0: but it's why? Just
1: defense, it's just the defense reflex. I mean, to, giving a, a robot—yes,
0: giving a robot a sense of natural self-preservation. Cool, I get that. But that's not what that is. He's legitimately afraid.
1: Do you know where the first, uh, like, artificial bots were first, like, being used in mass translation areas?
0: Mm, no, I don't.
1: It's in the European Union where they have to have legal documents set in every language. Yes. Okay. So these these algorithms that they're using to translate the legal documents are translating everything that they translate like it's a legal document, so they can only translate things very boringly in legalese, right? Got it. Yeah. So so if you want a robot that can translate, you know, over one billion forms of communication. Right. He needs to be able to like, interact and understand personality on some level. And that understanding of personality in turn gives him a personality.
0: Hmm. Okay, I can go along with that.
1: What I don't understand is why they give him the ability to feel pain.
0: Right. That's the other thing. Like, like in
1: Jabba's palace, there's a robot getting tortured. They're putting his feet on hot coals. Why? <laughs> it doesn't make sense.
0: It doesn't make sense. It's because George Lucas's world build is very broad and not very deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, robots, honestly. To be covered, so we cover that. We talk about the robots we did. So, yeah, Boston Dynamics is going to be the bringer of the Armageddon, the extinction of humanity. And we have a front row seat. Aren't you, don't you feel so lucky that we have a front row seat?
1: I do, I actually do.
0: Yes, it is awesome. It's really cool stuff. Mm. All right. uh So, if we talked about the Black Mirror, yeah, that whole okay, another thing about that Christmas episode, mm-hmm. right, with John Hamm. Mm-hmm. All right. So at the very end of it, they basically give him the scarlet letter and say, we're banning. We're blocking everybody from you. Yes. His response is so bored. He's kind of like, oh, well, that sucks, I guess. huh." Eh. And then he walks outside. And I'm like, dude, do you not know what this means? You're effectively in solitary confinement for the rest of your life. How are you cool with this?
1: How are you going to pay for anything? Like, how are you going to order a pizza?
0: Yes, right. He's in solitary confinement.
1: Well, I guess you could order pizza online.
0: <sighs> That's fair. But still, he's going he's gonna to go insane.
1: He is, probably. It, it's It's questioning whether or not... Like It's designed to make you question whether or not this kind of a punishment is should be legal, and if we should go this far, and how we should treat AI, and what limitations should the law apply to technology.
0: Yes, it makes us ask all of these questions. Very true. The,
1: the thing that I probably don't like the most about the idea of you block from everyone is the fact that everyone who blocks another person, they become a gray fuzzy outline. He becomes a red one. Everyone knows, he screwed up.
0: Right. It's the scarlet letter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So if somebody wanted and could take the law into their own hands, they literally highlighted in their sight who they have to target.
0: It's, I mean, it's one of the reasons people, there are some people who fight against the National Registry of Sex Offenders. It's mm. this very same concept, right? We determine this person is dangerous you need to watch out for them, but it also makes them big targets for vigilantes. Mm. It's a very difficult thing to balance. Yeah. I mean, that's, That's what makes Black Mirror so great. It's the despair combined with, oh, interesting social conversations to have about how we should do things. I love it. I'm not caught up yet. I'm almost to season four, almost done with three. Can't remember. But yeah, we'll have to talk about it more when we're both done with it, I think.
1: Yes, and when we have more time.
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Then we've got, oh man, movies. We're going to talk about movies. That might be the last thing. We'll We'll do a quick 10 minute movie thing. 10 minutes All right. All right. So, May 2018. We've May is going this- to be stacked. It's going to be crazy. So, we've got... Here's the first thing. May the 4th, which... May the 4th be with you. Is Star Wars Day, because May the 4th be with you. is actually when Disney is releasing Avengers Infinity War. Because why? Part because one. Because they're crazy. Because they're crazy. Okay. So, they're doing that. And then... Later on in that month, we have Solo, which is a standalone Star Wars movie with a young Han Solo that I'm not sure anybody specifically asked for and has been plagued with rewrites and a director change, but I will go see it anyway.
1: And a young Lando Calrissian.
0: A very awesome Donald Glover, young Lando Calrissian. Yes. Yes.
1: Don Glover is
0: hopefully going to do a good portrayal of... Lando. I I believe. I believe in Mr. Glover. I think he'll be great. Yes. The guy they got to play, Young Han, I am unconvinced of, but I've been wrong before. So, man. Eh.
1: Have you seen the trailer?
0: No, because I don't watch trailers for things I'm going to see.
1: Would you be willing to watch the trailer for this one?
0: For Solo? Yeah. No, because I'm going to see it.
1: Right, but it's not a main Star Wars, so I thought maybe I could weaken your position a little bit and say do it for the listeners.
0: Nope. It's like we know what Young Harrison Ford looks like. What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Eh and then
1: but not but then actually a full six or so days earlier than that maybe a week deadpool 2 on the 17th and then
0: star wars crikey what a month for movies yeah so all right so deadpool 2 is in there now wade Mm -hmm. and i both love deadpool the movie i don't Mm -hmm. think we're alone in this i think it's one of the highest grossing r-rated movies of all time
1: it's a cult classic indie film. Not many people have seen it. It's called Deadpool. <laughs> Go check it out. It came out on, like, Valentine's Day last year or the year before. I don't remember. Not many people saw it. it.
0: Yeah, small independent film festival kind of thing. Sundance Film Festival in the Utahs, not far from where I live. I've never attended anything with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it debuted, not viral. Though. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, uh, Deadpool. Now... I was kind of like, oh, Deadpool, why would you come out in a month worth our Star Wars and Avengers to fight against? But then I said, you know what? It's going to be fine. Because you know why? Because Ryan Reynolds is inhabiting the soul of Deadpool mm-hmm. in these movies. He Now, everybody loves Deadpool, but if they made the movie with somebody who phoned it in and didn't care about the character and maybe did some of the catchphrases, but we didn't feel it, it wouldn't be the cult classic that it is today. But the fact that Ryan loves Deadpool and understands Deadpool makes everything different. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. I think Deadpool 2 will be a great, great film and a great success.
1: I really hope so.
0: Yes. Hope. Hope is the operative word. And if not, I'm going to see it. So who cares what the rest of the country or the rest of the world does? My thoughts. Exactly. I'm glad we're agreed. And then The Incredibles 2 is coming out in June. <gasps> Okay,
1: so the... Some might say that's amazing.
0: It's amazing. Solid dad joke, by the way. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, The Incredibles, it might be my favorite Pixar Disney movie of all time.
1: Yeah, it's definitely up there for me.
0: It's so good. It just has heart and action, and it's a good story, and I love the characters. And as a father, when I watched... Okay, so when I watched the scene... Where Elastigirl's in the plane and she's flying to the island to find Mr. Incredible. And then they're like, spoilers. And then the people on the island are like, what up? We don't know who you are. We're going to shoot missiles at you and blow you up. And the missiles are coming at her and she's panicking and she's like, I have to save my kids. It freaks me out so bad every time. I'm just like edge of my seat, clutching my hands, fingernails digging into my palms It's not good. Kids in Peril is real bad for me, and this is one of the worst examples of it, but I love it so much.
1: All right, two things. One, cut your nails.
0: Should do. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: And two, the movie has a really kind of dark undertone, which is you have to be born super to be special. (laughs) because all the heroes in that movie are born that way, right? They're born with abilities. But Syndrome, the one guy who has a mi- like a mindset and a work ethic to invent and develop technology that gives him superpowers is the one guy who can't be a superhero because he's not born special.
0: Okay, so one. I think Syndrome is a super. I think his intellect is at the point where it is, should be considered supernatural. I think, I think Mr. Incredible's rejection of him should not reflect upon the attitudes of supers as a whole. I think sis, Mr. Incredible was kind of a jerk for about 10 minutes back in the 60s or whenever that was. Yeah, but I think if he'd, I don't know, I think if he'd been gone to a different super or maybe talked to the people in charge, they could have recognized him for who he is and actually put him on the right path. Mr. Incredible made a horrible mistake and, as a result, created a supervillain. Right. But I don't think the message of the movie is that Syndrome wasn't a superhero because he wasn't born with the powers.
1: No, but I'm not saying it's the intended message, but it definitely definitely has that effect where mm-hmm. the person who, you know, works hard to achieve their goals and simply isn't given it is unsuccessful in his goals
0: yes he is unsuccessful but that's because of the morality of disney movies where if you're a bad guy and trying to hurt people you have to fail right i don't know i've just never connected those two pieces of he worked hard for it and tried to achieve his dream and failed because he wasn't born with innate gifts
1: that's what happens in the movie though the people who have the innate gifts are all fine yeah except uh, the guy with x-ray vision gazer beam
0: I mean, and every other super that Syndrome killed, yes. Yes, yeah. There were a whole bunch of those. Okay, but in the final battle, it's him versus three adult supers and two younger, still fairly powerful supers. Mm, and a and baby super that kicks his butt at the end.
1: Yeah, the the baby with no training talent other than the one given to her. As, well, is it her or is it he?
0: They call him Jack-Jack. Yeah.
1: Jack-Jack, yeah. Is able to defeat the mastermind villain because... Well, that's the way he was born.
0: Okay, that's fair. I mean, in the final battle, he's kind of ganged up on, and that's a hard thing to win. But when it's him one-on-one with a baby, (laughs) in fairness, it's a baby with apparently every conceivable power there is. Yeah. It's the Jesus baby. But still, it's a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right fair i mean there's also the interesting social commentary of everyone's super than nobody is like because that's what syndrome was trying to do he -hmm. wanted to bring his technology to the randos so that they would be able to do feats just like the supers
1: he wanted to sell them his weapons yeah make even more money
0: yeah but basically bring the supers onto a level playing field where if if countries have access to this technology then a super can't just defeat them right right i think that's the idea
1: Giving that technology to the masses would just topple governments. That's why superheroes have to be a very minor part of the population.
0: Because enough of them and everything falls apart.
1: The fact that there's you know six of them in that movie at one time, or actually seven, I think technically. Who? Is just, oh well, yeah, you've the, the f- yeah. F- you've got two kids, two parents, three baby. kids. Well, I was oh gonna...
0: yes, fine. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and then you've got uh, the Freeze Man.
0: Frozen. That's it.
1: Thank you, Frozen. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So that's that's six.
0: Okay, six. Fair enough. I mean, we don't know how many of them were murdered during Syndrome's extermination efforts, and we don't know how many he never found.
1: You do see like if there is a scene where it like flips through how many like the yeah. prototype things that he was building. Yeah, the bots. So you could get an estimate there, but the fact that there's, you know, five or six in this one little town is a statistical anomaly based on the populations. So
0: should be yeah
1: i mean frankly if you're going to have a superhero in real life it's probably coming out of india or china
0: <laughs> statistically statistically well who says there aren't i mean he's familiar with the ones from you know north america hmm. and i'm sure Syndrome's probably more familiar with those ones too but maybe there's a whole bunch of ones over in china and japan and korea and thailand and all those places yeah
1: it's entirely possible
0: yeah i think so So anyway, I'm just happy. I'm really happy to be back in that world. I'm so glad that Brad Bird is back directing because I love his work with the Iron Giant and the Incredibles especially. Mm. And uh, it's going to be good. I think that's going to be an opening night film for me. There aren't many of those left, honestly.
1: I mean, if Star Wars isn't one, I don't know what is. Exactly
0: correct. Yeah, so if I get disappointed, it's going to be one sad podcast after that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, p- I heard a rumor that it's going to take place immediately after the end of the first one. So
0: I heard that f- too.
1: Like the opening scene is them fighting the mole man.
0: Yeah, the underminer. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Am I okay with that? Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to go in with an open mind. Yep. Let's
1: hope he doesn't undermine the entire plot. But, um, you need a soundboard for that.
0: We need a sunboard for a rim shot, and that's pretty much it. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 all right let's wrap this thing up all right so that's gonna be it from us thank you so much for listening to another hour of the falcon paladin chubby holder hour please feel free to support us onto the patreon there's a link in the show notes it also gives you access to let's plays starring me and wade as we sabotage and murder each other in portal 2 even a dollar a month will give you access to that incredible content anyway that's gonna be it thanks again for listening and until next time as always you take care of yourself Stuff in the Easter egg that it's like, haha, I bet Falcon won't be expecting this. <sighs>